Welcome to So Old Too. This is Lou Perez, and this is the podcast that's putting the oxygen back into the Christian life, one soul at a time. And it's so great to be with you today. And uh, this wouldn't be a very good podcast if we didn't talk about the the subject of hope. What is hope? Hope is something that has become uh, elusive in our modern, postmodern, post-truth culture. And um, in 2013, a survey was done that says, do you consider yourself an optimist or a pessimist? And it found that 43% of Americans see themselves as somewhere in the middle, both positive and negative. And, you know, maybe you can chalk that up to Western, uh, Western op- op- optimism. You know, uh, Western people tend to be more optimistic in general. And, uh, but it says a lot about how people see hope. And uh, maybe that's a question we need to ask today. How do you see hope? And how do many people see hope? Some people see hope as a train that is never coming. Others see it as, the way Anne Rice puts it, the prince is never going to come. Everybody knows that. And maybe Sleeping Beauty is dead. Some people, instead of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, they see a, a big freight train coming to them. And when you miss the hope train, it is a great loss. Judy Garland said, when you become disillusioned, it is like losing a child. So this train that is never coming can be that cold, sinking feeling that people get when they are abandoned or when something that they thought was is not. Charlotte Bront wrote about the abandonment of, of the character Jane Eyre and her reaction to being deserted by her lover. She said, My hopes were all dead, struck with a subtle doom, such as in one night fell on all the firstborn of the land of Egypt. I looked on my cherished wishes yesterday, so blooming and glowing. They lay stark, chill, livid corpses that could never revive, for faith was shattered. And those are my emphases there, confidence destroyed. So some people see hope as something that is never going to materialize in this life, yet others see it as something that was never real to begin with. Lord Byron, who lived a life of debauchery and excess, said, but what is hope? Nothing but the paint on the face of existence. The least touch of truth rubs it off. And then we see what a hollow-cheeked harlot we've got a hold of. What's he saying there in those fancy words? He's basically saying that hope is something that is so cheap that it's like cheap paint that you can just scratch off with your fingernail. That's how insubstantial and uh, shallow hope is, which is a very, very sad way to look at hope. And unfortunately, I've met many people through life, you know, being a minister and all that, who have this kind of hope that they they have become skeptical, they've become hardened on the inside, and live lives of, of quiet desperation and hopelessness. Jenny B. Jones saw her hopes like a sealed envelope. She says, my fate is like those sealed envelopes, sealed and tossed aside. And of course, the famous saying in the movie, The Princess Bride, by the pirate prince, when he says, Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. 
Now, many years ago, when I was a boy, my father told me the story of, and this is one of those stories that a father teaches a son so that he can learn a lesson not to repeat what his father did. So my father was on his way to work one day and saw a man selling beautiful dress shirts on the street. And this was New York City. And the shirt he liked had a beautiful collar that just popped with color and it was wrapped in in this beautiful quality packaging. My father did not have the money on him, but it was Friday and he told the vendor, I'm I'm getting paid today and I'm going to cash my check and I'm going to come buy this shirt. So my dad ran out of work. He was so excited, went to the bank, and then he picked up the beautiful shirt and he, he handed the vendor the cash and, and rushed home because he wanted to try this. So he took the D train from Manhattan to the Bronx. It takes, uh, you know, 40 minutes or an hour. I, I can't remember. But, and he, he clutched at his brand new shirt with covetous anticipation. And he arrived home and dropped everything and opened the fancy package only to find a stunning collar and no shirt. What a picture of hopelessness or how we can feel about hope at times. That it was something we just looked forward to, but it, it just didn't come. Others see hope like something that we will get in the afterlife. Maria Shriver wrote a book for children called What is Heaven? And it aimed at, you know, it's trying to teach kids not to be afraid of death and things like that. And, and she said, you know, heaven is somewhere you believe in. It's beautiful. And you can sit on soft clouds and talk to other people who were there. Uh, at night, uh, you can sit next to the stars, which are the brightest of anywhere in the universe. And if you're good throughout your life, then you can go there. You can go to heaven. And when your life is finished here on earth, you send angels. God sends angels down to, to get you. So there are so many ways we can look at hope. And I, I, I was thinking today of Machiavelli, uh, the prince. And uh, he's basically teaching people how to take over countries and you know, be a dictator, basically. Uh, the theme of the book is control and, and how, to, how to be a, a prince, so to speak. Machiavelli's idea of hope was what I call the dangling carrot stick. Uh, he said in his book that uh, you know, the prince who gives people hope needs to keep pushing hope ahead just out of their reach so that the people can keep following him and not quite attain that hope because if they attain it, then maybe they won't follow him anymore. And so that is a maybe a political type of hope, of something that uh, we look at and say, oh, you know, okay, uh, uh, let, let's just uh, give the illusion of hope, if you please. But we even see how hope works in many of our funerals. We sing songs, and we read poems, and, and we, we talk to graves, and we, we say words. Somebody said this after uh, Princess Di passed away. Uh, this was their belief on hope. She said uh, they, they, they left a, uh, a message uh, somewhere and, and it says, I did not leave you at all. I'm still with you. I am the sun and the wind and I am the rain and I did not die. I am with you all. So this is how some people view hope. Kind of like Star Wars where we, we all become the, the energy. We all become the force. So what those the examples, what do these examples tell us about ourselves and about the questions we ask. Uh, and, and there are so many more. But they, they say simply that hope is a huge issue. The oppressed love hope. Dictators hate it. And those on the long journey of life 
cannot be without it. And how we see death and the afterlife is connected to how we hope, which we could have talked about a little more, but N.T. Wright once said, what we say about death and resurrection gives shape and color to everything else. And this takes us back to the centrality of who Christ is. Because Christ raised from the dead, this whole idea of hope changes. It has a, a, a new meaning, something that is more than this life, something that is more than my pain now. And people who believe that there is more after this life will live hope differently than those who do not, says Dostoevsky. So a question we can ask today is, what is hope to you? How do you see hope? Thanks so much for being with us today. If you like this podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. Thank you.